This is Formula SAE FastCast, the official podcast of the Formula SAE series. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast, and I guess this is officially the new season starting off here with this. I'm Mike Sorg, the uh, video and podcast producer. You see around the events here and hear the voice of uh, for the CDS series with SAE. And today, we're getting uh, ready for that new season, as I mentioned. And of course, uh, with every new season, there's a few changes. And right out of the gate, the fun stuff is going to be registration. And that's what we're talking about with you guys today. So you can get all the tips. Make sure you're prepared and not caught off guard by these new changes that are uh, looking to help everybody out. Uh, We have with us, we've got a full compliment here today in the studio. First, Ryan Good, the University Programs Coordinator for Formula SAE is with us. How you doing, Ryan? How's it going, Mike? Good, good. Jamie Knopf is here, University Program Coordinator for Auto Draft Challenge. How you doing? I'm great, Mike. Thanks. And Amanda, your University Programs Developer. How you doing, Amanda? Thanks for having us. So, uh, like I said, there's a lot of changes going on with the registration for all of the uh, competitions for the 2020 season. Um, Ryan, talk to us about why these uh, changes were made by SAE. SAE actually implemented these changes, Mike, to help alleviate from um, potential server overload. And at the same time, this also will help with the stress of all these teams as they Mm -hmm. put 30 to 40 people at the computer trying to register for one competition. Now that's going to help pull away from that. As well, we want the opportunity for as many unique universities as possible to join these competitions. So we put in place some restrictions and that we're going to be speaking about today to help make sure that every university has the opportunity to uh, enter the competition. As well, with one of the changes that were made is with Formula, as compared to Baja and Arrow, Formula now are going to award their top 10 teams from the previous year's competitions to register for any competition which they place the top 10 in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, for example, previously, if a team registered in the top 10 for Michigan and the top 10 for Lincoln, they had to choose which competition they wanted to pre-register for. Now, with our new system, they can register for both of those competitions during that pre-registration window. So those that's kind of the reason as to why we are doing these changes. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned at the beginning the, the stress in the server overload, which, of course, was very stressful, I'm sure, on the SAE side of things. Uh, you know, that was that we've done the live streams for those, you know, with the, the kids in there. And it is uh, the, the best the, the, the best worst thing for them that day. It feels. Oh, it, it really is. I mean, these competitions, some of them fill up within a minute, minute and a half. Uh, so. They're all sitting there waiting for that 10 a.m. Eastern Standard mm-hmm. Time to occur. And as soon as that happens, all 30 clicks are happening at the same time, rushing through that process. So this is really going to help out with that. And, and this is a situation that's been developing for years. I, I know since uh, uh, I've been working with you guys, um, you know, being there for those, those sign-up days, the registration days, and watching that window get shorter and shorter every year, right? So, like, you know, this is really kind of a response to the demand the competitions have had. Yeah, when I started, uh, I started um, six years ago, mm-hmm. we did all registrations on the same day. Mm-hmm. And that was crazy. Uh, we shut down the server every year. It was really intense. It was a big deal around SAE and the IT department. And then a few years ago, we switched to having them, uh, having each series register on different days. That seemed to help a little bit. We worked really hard with the IT team to simplify the registration processes much as possible so that it took teams a shorter amount of time to get in, get registered and get off. So another team could get in there. We've think we've 
captured all of the benefits that we have there. And um, now this just happened to be the right time with the philosophical shift to allowing as many unique universities in as possible. So mm. the, the technology piece is really just an added benefit of the philosophical piece. But ultimately, I think it makes a better day for everyone if, if <laughs> no one is um, sending off the SAE, you know, DDoS alarm. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing. This was so bad. that, And we've yeah. talked about this, this on, on previous registration podcasts that, that it, it, it all hits the servers and shuts down like all the computers in, in the entire office. Yeah. Because it looks like an attack because it's being quote air quotes attacked by all of you guys trying to register at front at once from all over the country and the world uh so so that's a very interesting issue that uh we're, you guys have been working through here and then the other side effect of what we are implementing this year is going to be potentially the sellout times mm-hmm. which we've really touted in the last few years as a really cool stat and metric for how quickly we can sell out mm-hmm. there's a chance we don't sell out some competitions that were being sold out for the last few years. So that's something else that is um, maybe it doesn't feel as cool, except yeah. now that means that every team that wants to compete in a competition has an opportunity to get on the registered team list before that second wave of registrations opens, which ultimately that's what we're looking for. So ideally, I want to see a lot more in different schools when we go to competition in 2020. Absolutely. Across the board. I like that. I like that. All right, let's get into the details of this. So what are the new dates for registration that uh, we're looking at? Pre-registration is going to open at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on October 7th. That will run through October 14th. Ryan's going to give a little more detail on each competition. Um, But after pre-registration closes on October 14th, we have a window one that will open October 14th through October 28th. So October 14th, that'll open at 10 a.m. And it'll close October 28th at 11.59 p.m. Window two will open October 28th at 10 a.m. and close November 27th at 11.59 p.m. And then, finally, um, November 27th will be the final deadline for fees and all registration. Again, that closes at 11.59 p.m. So what Jamie just did for us was went through the general time period for registration. Formula SAE's registration will open up Monday, October 7th, and will close at 9 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday, October 14th. Registration window 1, however, will open up Wednesday, October 16th at 10 a.m. and will close October 29th, Tuesday, October 29th at 11.59 p.m. Opening up window 2, which is two weeks later, Wednesday, October 30th at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and closing Wednesday, November 27th at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. As Jamie mentioned during the general registration, all fees and all registration, fees must be paid. Registration for all teams will be closed at this time. Excellent. And as we're going through this process here, uh, who who do we contact uh, and have general chat with? We have any issues with this process going forward? So the general chat can go to collegiate competitions at sae.org. Uh, the university program coordinators are answering any emails and what you guys are sending there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had a few come through so far about the news posts, and we've been able to uh, 
kind of clear those up. Let's talk specifically about formula competition this year. Uh, tell us what that pre-registration process is going to look like for them. So again, pre-registration will open October 7th and run through October 14th. Um, but for formula, if a university placed in the top 10 in multiple events, um, so if you want a pre-registration pass, which is uh, considered the easy pass for formula, um, or an on-site raffle for 2019, they can pre-register for multiple events. Teams will no longer have to choose just one to pre-register for if they've earned multiple pre-registration slots. So what does it look like for Formula when we get into window one this year? So when they get into window one this year uh, for Formula, a team is going to be able to register for one competition if they forego their pre-registration or if they were not one of the team top 10 teams or an easy pass winner from the previous season. So window one, you're going to be able to register for one competition. Now, that being said, if your university has an IC team and an EV team, they can register, both of those teams can register for one competition each. Um, so if a team from University of SAE decides they want to go to Formula Michigan with their combustion team, they can do so. And if their electric team also wants to go to Formula North, they can also register during window one as well. In addition to all these uh, new, new rules for registration, we also have a third competition in Formula North, which was not available at the time of registration last year as well. Yeah, so this year we're going to have three competitions in which these students can register for. You're going to have Formula Michigan, which is just going to be accepting combustion cars. Mm -hmm. Formula California, which is going to be taking uh, combustion cars and electric. This is a change from last year as well. Uh, last year, we had two split between Formula Lincoln and Formula Electric. Now it's all under one category, Formula California. And we're also going to have Formula SAE North, which is a competition we took on last year. Now, when teams are registering for these competitions, a change that they're going to see whenever they're going through everything, they must, must, must make sure that they select what class they're in. Uh, this will not be an issue for Formula Michigan, as I said. They will only have combustion, but Formula California, Formula North, will have IC teams and EV teams. So they have to make sure that they do select their competition. So remember that if you are an electric team, you have some choices this year. It's not just the one competition, and you need to make sure that's, that proper class is selected. Yes, that is going to be correct. They will have to make sure that they are selecting their class. And as you stated, they now have two options instead of compared to last year where they just had Formula SA Electric at the beginning of registration. And, of course, there's Window 2, and that's when uh, things become a little more open, right? Window 2 is going to be the gates are now open. You may register for any competition that you want. Mm -hmm. Keep in mind, if you are registered at Formula SA Michigan with a combustion team, you cannot register a second combustion team under your university for that competition. But, like we said, during this time, everybody is going to be running for that front gate, trying to get into as many competitions as they can. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Is there any more support that's going to be going on leading into these registration uh, processes, uh, Ryan? So what we actually have currently is we have all this information out on our news feeds currently, and we also have it on our Facebook pages as well. Um, if you do have any questions after hearing this podcast or after reading those news fe feeds, please feel free to reach out to us via email at collegiatecompetitions.sae.org. We'll be more than happy to answer any questions in which you currently have. Uh, on top of that, we are also working on an infographic that we're going to be able to share with teams at some point. And it's just going to be a picture of everything broken down, even in a simpler way. 
Uh, so we'll have pictures for the pre-registration process, we'll have pictures for the window one process, and pictures for the window two process. Um, on top of that, we will also be hosting WebExes uh, the week of September 22nd. We'll have one for Arrow, we'll have one for Baja, and we'll also have one for Formula during that week period. Uh, if you check your um, CDS web pages, uh, you'll also be able to find it on there as well. That kind of lays out the date and time in which we will be hosting these. The most important part of this year is going to be prepared ahead of time with all the information you need. It will be a very smooth registration if you know what you're doing, but it could be painful if your team makes the wrong decision and then you realize the implications after the fact. So just make sure you get ahead of it. Like Ryan said, reach out and email us about your specific situation if you're confused, particularly the pre-reg gets a little uh, confusing about what happens in window one and window two. So please reach out. We're here for you to answer any of those questions. Ryan and Jamie are going to be doing the WebExes, which is a really, really, really important. If you've never seen the registration screens, they're going to be running through the registration screens, the total process. Um, and I feel like we haven't actually said this enough during the podcast. So please don't re hit refresh, 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 refresh. You will <laughs> shut down the servers and then no one will be able to register. That is still an issue. It's we, always going to be. We are lightening the issue in the server <laughs> load, but it is still a possibility. There's still a lot of you that are going to be jumping in there in window one. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, SAE is just not Amazon on Prime Day, right? <laughs> they're, they're not. It's easier Prime Day. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And so there's no reason for a website like SAE to invest these massive server resources mm. into literally 10 total minutes throughout mm. the week. So... Um, uh, server load optimization is a very hard uh, 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 math problem to solve. It really is. And the advice that we always have given on the Facebook Lives is that don't refresh. The button's going to automatically flip over to mm -hmm. a register now button. When that happens, you can register. If you get stuck, then you can refresh. Wait for that button to flip. If it's after 10 a.m., Eastern Standard Time, which is also another really important note. Make sure you have your time zones correct if you're not in um, Eastern uh, Time Zone. Once that button flips over and you don't see it, it should have flipped over, it hasn't flipped over, then you can refresh. Don't do it leading up to 10 a.m. It just is going to shut it down for everyone. Well, looking forward to see how this goes. Looking forward to see the uh, uh, hopefully a new variety of teams across all the competitions this year as we get out there in 2020. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Amanda, Ryan, and Jamie for joining me here and uh, uh, hashing through all the details and all the changes that we're having this year. And until next time, we'll see you guys out there. Please stay safe out there. Thanks for listening to Formula SAE FastCats. As always, we want to hear from you, so email us at formulasae at sae.org. The show notes for this episode can be found at www.fsaeonline.com. Stay safe and we'll catch you next episode.